they didn't say the same about you. I'm assuming <laughs> they didn't. Sparks and torches and one of them was Frankenstein. You know it's bad when Frankenstein's chasing you. Oh my god. You know God. they're bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing when the mob's chasing Frankenstein, but it's another thing when Frankenstein is in the mob chasing you. Right. And then you realize that it was the mob. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do you make like, that it's not work? a normal mob. This is the mob. The mob. But a mob of the mob <laughs> with Frankenstein. So it's like, you're not okay. Yeah. The fact that I'm alive right now is actually a miracle. It's a bloody miracle, dude. Well, it was pretty bloody. Oh, my God. But you're here. <laughs> and you made it. Well, Respect, I'm not, dude. I'm here. You're there. <laughs> But for me, uh, I'm there and you're here. Yeah. No, wait. I'm wait, here. You're there. Cut. <laughs> you're there. I'm here. Yeah. I'm my own producer. I got to go shut off this fan. But Fucking producer. You tell me a little bit about yourself and, and you know, your name and... Oh, for sure. It's a mystery. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Be the mystery that part's coming up. Did that. Cut. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, it's going to make for spice. I think I like the fan blaring in the background better. I like that <laughs> sound. Yeah, it's a Every time I make music, I always add the fan angle over top of everything. But I then I use a program to remove the noise in the background. I, yeah, I didn't like want to it. tell them that part. Yeah, yeah you, know, I mean, you got like this. You got the noise remover. You get the room sound, but then you remove it after, so it sounds clean. It's like the fan wasn't there. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's like. It's fine for me because I'm the one recording it, but the guy who mixes it hates me. Yeah, he hates you, dude. Yeah, he has to remove the fan <laughs> that I purposely put right into the microphone of the snare. This is this is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's me. I put that fan there. It's okay. fantastic. <laughs> It's all a part of my fantasy. I wouldn't have it any other way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a fan of that? Big fan. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no, a size fan. The one I had is this industrial size. It's pretty awful. You could literally put it on the back of a boat and like it would propel it. Really? Yeah. The producer like hates me because like he comes to turn it off, but I point it at him and push them back. <laughs> <laughs> I make him wear roller skates when he comes just to make it worse for him. Yeah. It's an extra like two thousand dollars from where roller skates really records me, but like you know. He's like, don't make me work with that mystery of the north, mystery musician of the north. Yeah. I can't be working with that guy. <laughs> It always wakes up no, really close to the stairs, too, so it gets pretty sketchy. <laughs> like, stairs aren't too scary until there's a fan that you can't control and you're rolling backwards and there's, there's no handrails. <laughs> but don't worry. I have it in the contract. Hey, you better. I've never noticed that in my contract for shooting you. you got to have the limited liability when you work with me because I want to make sure I don't get sued for what I did to you. <laughs> I am so happy. There's lots of liabilities when you work with me because I am a huge liability. I am so happy that I've survived every show I've shot for you. Yeah. I'm surprised that you did not get shot at my show because the government won't let me have a gun. But if they did, yeah. it would be a really good show. Dude, that's the show I'm waiting for. When you kick it off with an actual gun shot. a 44 mag into the ceiling. It's like, oh, it's a totally banned weapon in Canada, but it's okay. The ceiling doesn't oh care. It's still, the ceiling still took it. Hopefully yeah. no one was upstairs. <laughs> I did not check. That's There's so a reason funny. why I'm not allowed a gun license. I've tried 17 times. <laughs> Driver's license let me have, though. Oh. Yeah, I got that when I was young before right. they realized. You drove your ass here. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was teleportation, but you know. Yeah, it's like Rick and Morty with like the teleport gun there, but like it doesn't work. <laughs> you know what I mean, I got ripped off so fucking bad, man. I spent like four thousand dollars in this shit. I'm just like, no, this guy got it from Toys R Us. Turns out I was just lit. <laughs> Dude, cheers to that, bro. <laughs> I, I could have invested that. And over 60 years, it would have, that 10% interest, I would have been rich. But no, I got a broken teleportation gun. That does not work. And a guitar. I traded that for x-ray glasses. Oh, Jesus. And guess what? <laughs> they worked, but now I have a court date. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, dude. That's brilliant. It was great until the police showed up. 
yeah. Like, yeah, you're going to have to take that off. <laughs> yeah. And the come thing with they us. gave it away is the fact that it said X-ray on them. So I got to scratch that out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Was, yeah. I thought you would have had it Ray-Banned, and then they wouldn't have known. Well, I got Ray-Banned from the Ray-Banned store <laughs> after. <laughs> 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 Not allowed to wear aviators anymore, according to the court order. <laughs> So I bought some Louis Vuittons that look like aviators, but they're oh not. But they got checkerboards. <laughs> the only reason I bought them, they have checkerboards. You know what I mean? Name Check- another pair of glasses with checkerboards. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah, Van- they're just like aviators, but more expensive, but slightly bigger with a checkerboard. Vans. Vans? Do yeah, they, yeah. They have checkerboard, checkerboard sunglasses? Like, well, I would They assume. have checkerboard sunglasses that were cheaper than Louis Vuitton. I would have bought those instead, but man, I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, Vans would have been like probably like 100 bucks, 150 Louis Vuittons. Don't even ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You definitely fucked it was up. It like my, my freedom present for me. But then they kind of broke a bit, and then I returned them and got replaced, but then they broke it again, but they still look, oh, it's not noticeable. Jesus Christ. not noticeable. Dude. It's like this little tiny little <laughs> pin on there that, like, it, like the glass, like, kind of shattered. When you really look at it there, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a uh, bad design. <laughs> 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 I hate to say it, but, like, yeah. I Everything just... else about them feels great, but that one little thing is, like, it's just like a little pin that breaks the glass. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Oh, <laughs> two for two, God. so, you know, you know, it's, yeah. Well, I hate to be that guy, but you fucked up. Vans definitely has but that they, for some But I look glasses. cool, though, and I feel good wearing them. <laughs> it says, says LV on them, and I know I overpaid for them. I mean, hmm. yeah, it's only Cry the only designer thing I have that's worth more than 100 bucks. <laughs> okay, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> I'm Cowboy? not always that bad with my money, unless it comes to guitar gear. Right, <laughs> It's <yeah>. like... <laughs> we are... <laughs> I did not impulsively buy a fucking stack of guitar amps the other day. It's okay. It was only the exact same amp that I already have. <laughs> no, here's, here's the thing. So I had the multi-watt dual rectifier. Yeah. This was the non-multi-watt dual rectifier. But it came with the cabinet. Ah, I, mean, I figured you were like, the there's something. Of the cabinet there's is, something. It's a straight 412 cab. That's the oversized. I was trying to find that. And the guy was like, 1500 bucks for the head and cab. I'm like, well, I was going to pay 1000 for the cab. I might as well just get the head. But now I got two. <laughs> it was okay. It sounds slightly different. Just, you, know, you gotta think about those tone it's, ones. It's where, it, oh my you god! It's got different Jesus. different plywood inside of the, the head. I love that. that. That can be a selling feature for anything. Like, oh, this is basically the same, but but your different. tone will be like slightly enhanced. Like I saw this meme. Seen. It was like slash with all his like freaking gear going through like all these pedals and. Different stacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can hear my quilted maple top. <laughs> you like, yeah, that, you can hear dude. that through your 17 fucking pedals and your four marshals and crank to 10. My the top goodness. Hat. Was it you that sent me that meme of Slash in the field and it's like, ding, ding, ding. And it's like, oh, the, the November <laughs> rain and it took away all the sounds. Like, just like you hear, like, the, the, like, the, the panning of the helicopter flying by and the helicopter <laughs> wings and just like, hear the air and like, Doing, 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 doing. Yeah, you know he didn't plug that in, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's probably more than what it sounded like. You probably just you couldn't even hear the guitar, just, but they added yeah, just to make it funny. Oh my, oh my god! What would we do without memes? Like, imagine when we were younger before YouTube. Yeah, remember what yeah. did we laugh at before that? It was like mini clip and Club Penguin. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yes. You know what? SpongeBob. We had SpongeBob before the memes. Yeah. And now we're old, and that's all we see. Shout out to SpongeBob. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I felt kind of savage. I saw one of those things. It's like, name an artist that... It was like a picture of Squidward or whatever. It was like, it had something about like, name an artist that you... That is like, underappreciated that you don't like. And I commented, well, Squidward. Because... <laughs> Yeah, he does a lot of art and he makes a lot of music, but it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nobody likes it, but like it's like you know. me with the recorder when I like blew as hard as I could into it, just to make it like <laughs> annoy the teacher. That's Squidward, but he actually tries. Do you remember Hot Cross Buns? Hot Cross Buns. <laughs> yeah, I remember do, that. Do, yeah, do. <laughs> I remember them trying to like grill that in my head, do, me do, being do. like a dumb little kid, being like grade four, being like. How do you read music notes? <laughs> and now I look at music notes. I'm like, where's the tabs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't actually like had to actually properly read music notes until I did piano lessons. Then I left piano lessons. So I had to read music notes. And I took drum lessons, and like those are really easy to read. 
The snare is where C was. Yeah, yeah there you go. And there you, go. you know the stuff above it was supposed to be cymbals or the, the higher tom. And you got the lower toms you go lower and the kick you go low. So it's like yeah. pretty easy to read. Yeah. But when you get into freaking like guitar, it's like, oh, here's some algebra. <laughs> and then we got Good luck, flat algebra and sharp algebra. Woo! It's like math, but sharp. Yeah. But it's also blunt. What are you, what are you tuned in? My tuning for guitar? So everyone I jam with as a bassist hates me because I always make them tune down a half step when they play with me. Shit. Yeah. Of course, of course. But it sounds so good. Long. Yeah. But I think Jake got smart because he tuned down the half step. Then he also just did the drop C sharp there. And instead of tuning it back up to the half step for the normal songs, he just left drop C sharp and just learned the songs. Right. Because when he learns stuff that I sent him, he's going off of the sound. I said, well, the lowest song is drop C sharp, so we tuned that and went with that. But me, I'm like, here, I'm switching my bass in the different tunes. Like, you know, you could just play it the same note, just play it higher fret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or on a different string. He's like, yeah. It's just interesting seeing how people play stuff different. Like, playing with fire, I play, like, the high E, like, halfway up the fret. But he's playing, like, up the lower frets. Yeah. Same note, different spot. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Just interesting seeing stuff through someone else's hmm. mind. Totally. Totally. Yes. And, I mean, you've worked with so many musicians already that you're, like, you get to Yeah, none of them like and- staying. <laughs> I didn't want to mention that part. That was you. That was you. <laughs> it's hard to find someone to play your own music that likes it enough to like keep it closed enough as it was. Like Jake was definitely one of the best because he like he took my music very seriously and he actually like learned stuff where he kept like the true like meaning of it, like the true feeling of it. But I'm like, you're going a little bit too hard, like still add what you want in there and like make it your own. But like it's like playing live with him is like it actually sounds like you're right. Cause like problem I'd have is I'd be doing like a guitar solo, whatever. Like, you know how like the modes work, you like have like the Phrygian and you get different like vibes out of it there. So I'm, like doing a guitar solo and like Dorian, but they're playing like Aeolian or whatever. Cause they're just playing right. in the box. Like they don't, they don't understand the theory behind it. It's like, no, you just guys, you gotta stick to these root notes. I don't care. I don't care what you play in between, but you gotta stick to these root notes. So that I have that same feeling there. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you hit, you have the same chord progression, play whatever in between it there and add some flair to it. Once you change the chord progression, that changes the feel. Where when I'm soloing, I kind of like lose that feel, and it's like, hmm, something does not feel right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I see what you're putting down. I'm yeah. a drummer, but I'm picking it up. <laughs> yeah. That, instead of boom boom, it's bong bong. Instead of going from like that Egyptian kind of feel, you go from more of a dreamy kind of feel, but you try to do the dreamy feel, but they're making it sound Egyptian. Dude. So it's kind of, that's where it kind of messes with you. He's like, I know how the song goes. I made this. But the best one I had, <laughs> I had someone tell me, my songs are out of key. Oh. When he was playing on the records, I'm like, out of key on the records. I'm like, it kind of like, I'm like, did I mess up? So this guy, he was like, he was like playing like Rush cover bands. So he was like, he's been playing longer than I am. Okay. I'm like, maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. But no, it turns out the box he's playing in was, I don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're like, standing, I, I pulled out like the, it was like for rain. So basically, he was supposed to just go like, dun, 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 to keep it in that kind of like Dorian kind of vibe or whatever. But then like, whatever he was doing, it just sounded completely different. But then he he didn't understand it because he was playing in his box, which is whatever he was like. I don't know what it meant for him. It probably like made sense to him. But it's like when I had like the chord chart in front of him, he was like kind of looking at it, like he's like I, I'll never forget this. He's like he's like looking at this thing. I'm like, so this is the guitar guitar scale. Here's like the whole thing. Ignore the top two strings because you're on bass. You only need the the four strings. And I'm like, okay, so these this is the the box that you want to play. In. It's a different box than you used to. He's like looking at it like 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 that like like that like super close like like, like, like that. You know what I'm saying? I freaking like legit, legit. This guy. Love it. <laughs> he's like, look at that. And he just like looks at his amp, walks up to his amp, turns it on. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm like, is this something I said? I'm like, you guys are just on another universe. I'm like, what's that even mean? <laughs> like, it's just like, what? <laughs> so it's like, I don't understand why people don't like get my music because it's like it's very abstract. I understand that, mm-hmm. but like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's just hard to find people that like understand it and kind of vibe with it, but also like stay in the same realm while right. still making it like 
still give them the freedom to be themselves in it, but they still have to like understand like it's like got to be playing the same song. Right. But like for him, the box that he's been playing in for the last like forty years, like could have been like minor, major, whatever it was. That's where he's kind of like I've seen him play live many times, and he's like improvising. He's in the box. It sounds really good. Yeah. When it comes to my stuff, where it's like you're playing stuff and all of a sudden there's like, it'll move up a half a step and change the key a little bit for no reason. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to do that. It just happens. It's how I play. It's very like all over the place. Yeah. It changes time and stuff, but like people aren't used to that. So it'll like mess with them. Yeah. It's just like, it's hard to find people that can like deal with that. Like the crazy experience I ever had, like this is like the best bassist I ever met was when I went down to LA there. I told you about, I went to meet Mr. Bjorn Anglin. Mm-hmm. So this guy's like, he's toured with like, Hmm? Quiet Riot. I was just saying. Yeah, yeah. So he's right? toured with, he yeah, toured yeah. with Quiet Riot for I think like twenty shows before I was even born, like in the nineties. And then he toured with the Ingrid Mountains team for like five years or something like that. But the crazy thing, so like we're in like LA and some like studio or whatever, just jamming out. I'm playing these songs he's never heard before. Maybe he like looked at it on like my website or whatever before like get an idea. But like it's all new to him. It's not like he's right. playing on the radio no one knows the heck that shit is, you know what I mean? But he's like he's like playing through and by the time I got to the second verse he's already got the song down and he's playing in key and it sounds like it belongs with the song which is really insane because if I were to take if someone were to come to me with music like mine and I'm playing guitar and he would just, like do that it, it'd probably mess with me you know what I mean like my music's insane Yeah. but Bjorn's just freaking playing this stuff like there's no tomorrow he's just like just chilling, just messing around. He's in key. It sounds perfectly fine. I'm like, that is absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's way too freaking good. Yeah. Well, he's been playing bass like 30 years more than I've been alive, so it right. makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. one of the most successful session musicians out there is like lives and dies by the bass. Like he told me, like, apparently, like uh, he told me that uh, Mr. Yingwei, he was like throws like 10 songs like you know Yingwei's song like 10,000 notes shredders stuff like neoclassical Vivaldi four seasons every song like yeah. that level of musicianship so he's like here's here's 10 songs but we're only play four of them there and we'll pick random stuff there and like throw it like three days before the show and he's like playing live the fact that you can learn that and then play a full like Yingwei level show shows his musicianship oh, like yeah that's like some next level like this guy should be playing like stadiums, headlining that shit every night. Love yeah. good, like, yeah. Shout it's out. It's crazy that people can play on that level that quick and pick it up. Well, here I am, freaking tabbing stuff out in Guitar Pro and trying uh, to figure out my own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know fair, I mean? fair. But you know what? I I appreciate it because you know what? Like, you hear it on Spotify. Yeah, you know, it's 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 something to hear on Spotify. But I've always been fascinated by your sound live. I'm just like, whoa, this. It's just, it's such an experience. Okay. So I appreciate it. I appreciate the It's talent. always a different vibe live. Yeah. I yeah. always play it slightly faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, with all that gear, we'll come along with time too. Yeah. And money we don't and use a click that. track. So we yeah. just kind of like YOLO it when you play live yeah, yeah. there. And like the half the time, like improvising stuff on top of it or whatever. Yeah. And just, they kind of like just playing around there, but. Live's a whole different vibe there. Like, Jimi Hendrix back in the day, like, he'd, like, go in the studio, just fucked up on acid there, drop a whole album there, fucking forget how to play it, and go do it live and make it up again. Yeah, yeah. But always sounded good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But you know what? Your name, it's online everywhere, and you still go as Mystery Musician of the North. Why is that? So, I'm a man of many mysteries. Obviously, I can't say what all the mysteries are. It's a mystery. But I'll give you... A little bit of a clue into a bit of my history that is a mystery. So here's the thing. Yeah, my name's Dustin Lee Madden, but if you look into history, I can't say exactly where. <laughs> let's just say that if a certain family member was not beheaded. Ooh. Yes. Beheaded, like guillotine. Yeah. Lots of people were mad. <laughs> to the point where my family had to change their name. Hmm. And leave a certain country that's unnamed and go to another country. Interesting. Changing the name once or twice. Kind of lose track. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's just four. say <laughs> if a certain person wasn't beheaded, I would probably be sitting in a castle right now. Really? Yes. Whoa. But Holy shit. there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> because if they figured out 
Yeah. The bloodline. <laughs> that is the mystery. That is so fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I still think there's still potential for you to get to that castle, you know? It's just I want to have a castle one day. <laughs> I yeah. wrote a song about the castle made a sound yeah. where the castle got destroyed, which is pretty much exactly what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look into that, that's kind of where that came from there. Yeah. And then, uh, there's a song that came after, While My Empire Falls, that kind of follows that. Right. And then now, recently, I've been working on some new stuff, and I'm going to have a song called Castle in the Sky. Ooh. Where it's about rebuilding that castle, but it's in the sky, so you can't bring it down. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's you cool. can't behead me if I'm in the sky. Unless you have a fighter jet. <laughs> fucking Joe Biden coming in here with Obama, Obama and the other side. They're fucking. Yeah, I ain't got a chance against that. Yeah. Drone strike. I might have you. a magic castle, but they got freaking like AC 40s and freaking nukes. <laughs> spot you out. There he is. <laughs> Think about nuclear weapons. Yeah, they go the into space coming. first and then they come down. <laughs> the sad thing is, I'm up there in between land and space, so it's like a perfect spot yeah. for them to hit me and not cause the people on the ground to get fucked up. They were thinking far ahead. Yes, I think that's maybe why they say a castle in the air is a far fetched idea. Yeah, that, that that's the specific reason. It's more not, of a not, not the physics problems behind it. It's the nuclear weapons yeah. that would take it down. <laughs> Unless you have a force field, that would be nice. It would be pretty. Are sick. you planning on getting one of those? If I could find one, if anyone <laughs> out there has a force field for a reasonable price that can protect a castle that I totally don't have. <clears throat> <laughs> First the yeah. X-ray glasses. Uh, now the force field in this ca- castle in exactly. the sky. Yes, yes, yes. Force no, that's field. cool. That's yeah. <laughs> you uh, you and I, we've talked off uh, off podcast about this, but I'm gonna bring it up. Oh no! Podcast-y. Here's where it comes. Yeah, <laughs> I did not say that. I swear. <laughs> that's what he she made said. that up. <laughs> that's also what she said. Oh jeez, yeah, you got some pretty interesting stories with your uh, relationships, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Just kidding. I'm kidding. So you get for dating Scorpios. <laughs> You're like toxic women, just like I do. Like, ah, oh, she's really hot, but she's gonna ruin my life. Fucking right. Perfect. Yeah. Here's my credit card. Move on in. <laughs> What? You want your name on the deed and you're not paying for it? Why not? <laughs> Bring it up. Nah, my lawyer said to get that. Nah. Oh my god, you're going to make me cry, bro. <laughs> Why too many memories? <laughs> this is getting too real for you. Why you got to call it as it is. You just named all of the things that women have done to me in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> Serious note. <laughs> Wing walking. <laughs> yes, that was a very interesting story too. This is a topic change for sure. Yes, we'll dive back into that last. Yeah, one. we'll go back and dive deep into your sex life very soon, so that everyone knows just how freaky you are. I saw that three-inch wide, not long, <laughs> wide glass dildo on the counter, there and I go. know that you live here alone. It's. <laughs> Didn't you break up with the girlfriend a few months ago too? Yeah, that's definitely yours, bro. Unless you're saving it. Like that one girl I was hanging with and she found in a box in a closet. Legit a fucking box full of dildos from her fucking boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. What? Can you imagine finding your boyfriend holding a bunch of dildos from your fucking ex? No, I don't even want to think about that. What the fuck? I want to go back to the wing walking. She's fucking sitting there like sniffing that shit in the closet while she's like not home. What the fuck? (laughs) You're sleeping with a girl but you're still sniffing dildos? Fucking probably seats, sniffs the seats at Guitar Center after people fucking sit up. Ladies and gentlemen, the mystery musician of the North. <laughs> mystery that I haven't been canceled. <laughs> so yeah, swing walking. That was uh, something I don't recommend because it's extremely sketchy and dangerous, but it's also not many people have died from it. So it's not too bad, but as, as a disclaimer, I'm not telling you to do it because I don't want to get sued for my bad ideas. Listen up close. So don't do it unless you do it. It's not my fault. You chose this fun though it is so basically from the beginning to the end here's how it happened so i grew up absolutely terrified of heights like i hated heights like mm-hmm. i'd be on a six foot ladder but, like i feel like i have left the solar system what about climbing trees as a kid you never well i did that but like it's different when you're in a tree versus like something that's like you didn't purpose climb for no reason you know what i'm saying i'm trying to think of an example of something like a house 
I've been on roofs that has too. Those always kind of sketchy too. Like you gotta climb over Those the edge, up, you don't like fall backwards. Like I didn't like heights. Like roller coasters scared me. Like being on like platforms with no edges always scared me. It was like anything like high. Like right. You like look down. You're like oh I don't. I don't, I don't. It's not. It's not exactly the, the falling part that scares me. It's the hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, it's like, of course. It's like, the sudden stop at the end, I don't really <laughs> like that idea. You know what I mean? I'm just knowing that you're falling towards that is not exactly comforting. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so I decided the best thing I can do is go and go on the fastest roller coaster in the mall to kind of prepare for this stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm going to face some of my fears. So I go and ride the roller coaster. I was always scared that I was good. Okay, it's not so bad. I'm just kind of sitting there just chilling. Okay. I'm like, okay. Now I'm like watching like the show. is like called Stunt Science or whatever. I'm like, Stone out of my mind, just like challenges or whatever. See this guy like riding on an airplane wing or whatever. Oh, that's kind of cool. I look on my phone, like, what is wing walking? I see this like thing in the UK, and I go, there's a place in the UK that does it. I'm like, oh, there's a place just outside Seattle that does it. The wing walking school. I'm like, hmm. I'm gonna email them randomly while I'm high because nothing bad can come out of that. <laughs> so uh, they respond, I book a date. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm terrified of heights, and I already told them I'm gonna come. And like, I told, only told like one of my friends I'm doing. She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, no one believes you when you say that kind of shit. You know, I'm, right. like, I'm gonna do this. So I'm like, okay, well, how am I gonna prepare for this? So I go and find some random stranger and get strapped to him and jump out of an airplane, do some skydiving, whatever. Extremely ethereal. You're like falling through the air, like, oh my, just to flip out of a plane with a stranger who was saying that he never parachuted before, but he actually did. He was just joking. He was oh, really, okay, really freaking nice. funny. <laughs> this guy's like done like 500 plus jobs, but he's like, oh, it's my first day. I'm like, you are the perfect person for me. I love this decision. I don't regret nice. this at all. Nice. Respect, yeah. dude. So Respect. I did that. I felt like really nice. I'm like slow motion, like flying through the air, looking at the cloud. I'm like, wow, this is really amazing. And then he pulls the chute and he's like, my balls hurt. First thought too is like oh, oh you feel the freaking like you ever like how like what the harness is like between your crotch mm. and you're going 250 kilometers an hour and then you open a parachute to slow yourself down right it's like slamming on the brakes of the car without the seatbelt you're gonna bounce out the dashboard yeah yeah Except the dashboard's your nuts and there's the harness is you I guess it'd be the other way around yeah yeah, yeah. Well, one, one, whatever one makes sense go with that one yeah 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 so yeah so that, that's basically that so I, I did that it was quite exhilarating. And then I decided, okay, you know what? I got the date book, so I like hopped my car one day whenever it came up. Drive by myself from Edmonton all the way to Seattle, which is like a 16-hour drive or whatever. Just fuck it. Yolo. Wake up the next morning at like 3 in the morning, drive another few hours up to a place called Squim. It's a place called okay. Mason, Mason Wing Walking out there. So they do wing walking over there. It's like basically the lake between uh, Vancouver and Seattle, pretty much, that lake there. Right. They also do it now in, down in California as well, if you ever want. Interesting. Gotta go visit them down there. No, we'll do that one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. You fly. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get off the ground, we're good. The yeah. landing is the hard part. So, yeah. Shit, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> so I got to their hangar or whatever, and first thing I did was piss off the neighbor. Really? You can tell this neighbor is just like annoyed, and it's happened so many times. I like we'll pull up to their house. I'm like, yeah, the man's like. Just made some wing walking, and they're like, "No, it's the one over there." Oh and make sure you God. tell them to tell people which hangar to go to, because it's like an, an, air, an airplane town. Like it's, everyone has a hangar on airplanes. Right. So I'm like, right. which one to go to? And this yeah. person's like, everyone comes to the wrong one for these guys. <laughs> you can tell they're just like, it's like five in the morning. I'm like yeah. yelling out my window, yeah. and I don't blame them. I'm an I asshole guess. for that, but. I'm the one on the wrong spot who doesn't look at the house number before I pull up. Tisk. <laughs> Not my fault I don't pay attention to where I'm going in another country driving by myself. Come on. No. Tisk, tisk. Yeah. So, <laughs> it gets kind of funny. So, I, I finally find the place. I found the door. It says right on the door, Mason Wing Walking Academy. Oh, is that one. <laughs> Duh. Duh. No shit. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay. I'm gonna open the door, go in there, open the door. It's just like a house, and there's like people get ready and stuff. And they're like, they're like, oh, we weren't expecting you this early. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you're an hour early. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, Edmonton is an hour behind Vancouver, so I showed up an hour early. Yeah. I forgot about the time change. So I was like, okay, whatever. I gotta go sleep nice. in the car, or whatever. Like, nice. Directions and time. You're yeah, perfect yeah, like, on those. Perfect. Yeah. Musician is good at timing. <laughs> yeah. Just don't don't look at my click tracks. <laughs> it's the reason we don't play Mine with click either. tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah. yeah. So I was, 
I, I fucked everything up on the way there, so I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm perfect to do this. There's nothing else could go wrong. I've only fucked everything up before I even got in the door. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm at this place that I found on the internet. All I've heard of them was the stuff I read that said something about an airplane doing wing walking and like a loop-de-loop or something. It didn't, didn't sound like it was too much. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I've never seen this guy fly before. So I'm like, okay, nothing, nothing could go wrong. Yeah. I actually didn't meet the pilot until basically, well, I, I met him for like one second, said hi to him, and then didn't know he was the pilot. Wow. Until, <laughs> until he got in the cockpit. I'm like, oh, you were the pilot. Nice. <laughs> the lady that was showing me everything was the pilot. That's, seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, so we were getting the hangar. They got these like two old biplanes. I don't even remember what color one was. I think it was a black one or a red one. They had a black one or a red one there. And like, uh, <laughs> so basically, like, you gotta practice climbing on this stuff. And we had to, like, we had, we had like whole three hours of training. So I'm a professional by there. Nice. Yeah. So basically, you're, like, awkwardly climbing through there. So it's like me, this other guy who was like kind of like maybe like mid 30s or whatever. And there's this like other guy who was like 80, but he's like, this is like from the Vietnam War. It's like, you used to jump out of freaking airplanes while being shot at and shit. I'm like, well, this guy's intense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no after doubt. all the training there, we like, got a lunch break there and we're like, me and uh, his name was Khan. He went by Khan Solo. He was a cool guy. Yo. He actually uh, he climbed <laughs> Kilimanjaro and he did a TED talk and he did uh, he was like one of the extras in like the Batman movies. He always does like crazy stuff all the time. He's really? a pretty interesting guy. Yeah. Nice. So he was a very nice guy or whatever. And we're like having lunch there. And we're like, man, this is a whack. What are we doing or whatever? And like, it'll be fine or whatever. So we get to the point where like, okay, it's time to do it. There's the three of us all lined up. We got the plane started. We're about to go. And they're like, okay, so who's gonna go first? And then we're like, we're like, we'll just go oldest to youngest, I guess, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I had to be last. So I had yeah. to like hear about all the crazy shit that they went through. Aww. So the older guy, he went up first. And he's, he couldn't get on the top wing there because of his flexibility or whatever. So he only did the lower wing there, mm-hmm. which is where you step on these tiny little dots about that size there. And okay. if you don't step on that dot, you will rip the ring because it is made of vinyl. Shit. So, you know, like your backdrop for your band. Yeah, that's yeah. what the plane's made of. So if you misstep, the whole plane goes down and you are screwed. Jesus. It's okay. You're about 4,000 feet in the air without a parachute, and you're stepping on tiny dots. YOLO. With 100 kilometers an hour with the wind blowing on you. That's crazy. And you're 80, 80 years old. And then what you do is you grab onto this little, uh, wow. it looks like kind of like the Harry Potter broom there. It's like, they call it the javelin there. Okay. And you let it holding onto it. You wrap your legs around it there. You just hold it onto it there. And you have a small, like, waistband there. But, like, you kind of feel like if you fall off, you're kind of still hanging off an airplane 4,000 feet in the air. Like, how are you going to climb back up? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I, mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to think about falling off. But, like, you know, it's kind of in the back of your mind. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Another, another thing they said, too, when you get up to the top part, this part was very, 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 very good advice. Like, when you climb to the top part, make sure you lean backwards because if you lean forward, you will fall into the propeller, which will cause a uh, malfunction of the pro- propeller and bloody mess. Yeah. <laughs> bloody mess. Yeah. It's okay. The pilot will be fine until the plane hits the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncontrollably. So, yeah, there's a few Yikes. ways that you can mess this up, but as long as you don't step on the fabric and you don't lean forward, you're okay. You're good. But, yeah, so th- that's kind of... I'm taking the, notes. The theme, yeah. The, <laughs> so... Yeah, the first guy went, he was pretty cool. We're, like, watching. You, like, barely see this little squint of an airplane there. He's, like, flying around. It doesn't look that bad. But he comes back down. He's, like, it's pretty intense. I'm, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's probably pretty intense. Then Con Solo goes up. And he he does both. He goes to the top wing there, comes down, then climbs back onto the bottom wing there. Comes back there, does the whole thing there. Comes down. He's, like... Yo, it's okay. You gotta be real careful, man. I almost freaking broke my arm. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what happened? He's like, okay, so like, you, when when you're wing walking, there's like these two handles on the on the seat. So basically, unbuckle yourself. You climb up on the seat. You gotta like put your foot up on the seat. Put your foot up on these handles there. When he went to stand up, he didn't realize how powerful the wind was. He's yeah. going like 100 kilometers an hour because like right. airplanes gotta go fast enough to still fly. Yeah. So he went to reach up, and his arm went. <laughs> He had like a cast the next day because it dislocated his shoulder. Really? He still did the whole wing walk. Badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're already up there, you're already up there. I was well going to finish what you started there, yeah. but yeah. the adrenaline probably hit him and just, I don't feel the pain until I'm yeah. down here and my arm feels like it's kind of slightly dislocated. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, that's very, very good advice. Remember, the wind is very strong up there. So I'm like, okay. So I, I uh, after that, I finally get to the point where I'm getting at the cockpit. Mike was the pilot. You get started or whatever. You feel it up. You sit in the cockpit. You're just like, mm-hmm, yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> and then it starts flying. You take off. You feel it slowly, like, get up in the air there. And you're like, 
starting to get pretty intense there. So go get my. I'm gonna top you up. I uh, might as well. Yeah, I can, you can never have too much unless you're the bartender that tells me I had too much. <laughs> but then you tip them enough, and they will give you more. You keep telling me that story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Because it works. <laughs> <laughs> PSA. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so you're up at the, at the top. Yeah, so we're, get, we're getting to the point. We got up to like the 4,000 feet there. We don't have the headphones or whatever because you're supposed to be climbing around the plane on the wires and shit there. So you have to use like hand signals and stuff. So basically he's like, when you hear the plane tilt randomly, which scares the shit out of you because you're just sitting there just chilling thinking about it. Man, I don't know, what, what am I doing? I'm afraid of heights and I'm doing this. And then the plane goes, and he's like, whoa. Wake up, you look in this tiny little mirror, and there's a little mic in the back. He's like, yeah, you gonna do it? You gonna do it? And I'm like, I guess I might as well. I just didn't even, I, some, I didn't even think about it. I just like unbuckled my seatbelt, went through the process, climb up there. I kind of like forgot how to do it for a second. I like, when I stood up, it was so like, your face is all the wind. Like, Whoa. you know when you stick your hand out the window on the highway? Imagine that, but your whole body was like your face. Like, right. like go down the highway, stick your head out the window. Don't do it. It's dangerous. <laughs> but that's what it would feel like. <laughs> Gotta cover my ass. I've watched enough yeah. lawyer videos on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, no, you did the right thing. Yeah, cheers so, on that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so listen funny. to me. I'm a professional idiot. That's why we have them here. Yeah, yeah. You can learn what not to do by watching me. So yeah, so I basically did that. Kind of like I remember in the back of my head, I was kind of proud of myself because like I remember uh, Miss Mason. She said that lots of people were like stand up there and feel the wind and then they'll kind of go into like panic mode with adrenaline hits and they're like kind of hold on for their life and like oh shit i didn't do that i just kind of like went to climb up there got half up there i'm like oh i'm definitely doing this wrong i felt like awkward i'm like this does not feel right at all i'm like i don't know i can't move my leg <laughs> so i went back down i redid it i got the second time i got back up there but i'm like leaning back awkwardly trying to like strap myself to this thin post where you're like getting through the wire and then you're like not really all you have is like these like little footholds that look kind of like flip-flops but like you just you slide your foot in you don't yeah. strap your foot in at all it just yeah. slides in the only thing like a sandal like yeah. it's, it's just like just a, an open ended sand like yeah. you, you don't strap it in at all you just put your foot in that's crazy yeah and then you have a seat belt that you're trying to put on while you're 4,000 feet in the air with all that wind blowing on you and I'm like tugging on this thing like better be I, I gotta make sure I put this on right like I know how to put on a seatbelt but like this this time it matters yeah know yeah. what I mean I'm not just getting a ticket if this doesn't work you know what I mean like this thing's about to turn upside down <laughs> yeah 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 so I'm like okay Holy. so I'm like reefing on the sand okay uh, if I can't break this I'm good <laughs> and she told me like don't worry it's safe enough you don't have to hold on to anything at all I'm like okay that's at least relieving and I'm like okay give the hand signal Instantly, this motherfucker puts the plane into a barrel roll. Like, it's like, fuck, we're going 100 kilometers. There's like, barrel roll upside down. Goes straight up into a hammerhead where you go up. basically stalls and, like, goes straight down. Yo! And he, like, starts doing, like, all this stuff. Just, like, loop-de-loops. We're going, like, 250 kilometers an hour out of nowhere. Wind just, like, in your face, like, blowing off. If you go on my YouTube channel, there's a full point-of-view video of that. Plus the Siren Song music video that I used nice. it for there. Nice. So, yeah, it's just, like... She's like, oh, you don't have to hold on, but you're holding on for your life because you feel like you're about to freaking die. And it's the most intense shit ever. It's like a roller coaster without the tracks at 4,000 feet in the air with someone you've never seen fly before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught yeah. upside down. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. In a 1930s airplane. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So how did this end? Uh, Very well, actually. So uh, basically, we did that whole routine there. You climb back down, then you do the sketchy walk onto the other wing after when... At that point, my hands are, like, so cold because you're, like, 4,000 feet in the yeah. air with all the wind. Like, felt like when you stick your hands in the snow, like, ice cold, could barely move them and stuff. Like, bad. Tingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not even tingly. Just, like, I don't feel anything. I can't Ooh. move them. It was, like, cold. Like, I was wearing Ooh. a sleeveless shirt and zebra pants. You know what I'm saying? And, like, goggles. And my yeah. hair was tied back. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, that's base. I should have been naked pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No protection. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So basically did that. Got back down there. I'm like, yeah. well, that was very relaxing. Yeah, no, I had to, like, stretch my face back into the right position there. If you watch the video of me in the Cyrus Zong video, you can, like, see my face, like, flopping around. Like, when you, like, see those slow motion videos of something inside, it's like that, but just constant. <laughs> so why the wing walking? I assume this was to conquer a fear. Uh, it was definitely to conquer a fear, but it was also just, like, impulsive randomness. I don't know. I just kind of did it. Nice. I just kind of saw it, and I'm like, why not? Spontaneous. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But, like, nice. my friend didn't believe me. He's like, I'm like, I'm going to Seattle. I'm going to go do it. And she's like, yeah, sure you are. And then, like, the next day, I sent her a picture. She's like, what the 
fuck? You were serious? Yeah. And I showed my family, my grandfather, like, sat in the back. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I just showed you. <laughs> that. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. I went and did it. Yeah. Nice. Wouldn't recommend it, but, you know, it's, it's a ride. So what else did you do while you were down there? <laughs> I saw a big wall of gum. There's, like, in Seattle, there's, like, the gum wall or whatever. It's the most disgusting tourist attraction ever. It's literally, you walk there, you have gum, you just stick it on there. I saw that just before COVID. (laughs) I wonder if it's still there. Yeah, I'll let you know. part of the Pike Place Market or whatever there is, like, where they sell all the food and stuff. Interesting, yeah. (laughs) I'll let you know when I'm down there. You were telling me to go visit. Oh, yeah, you're going down there. Yeah, Yeah. okay, you go to Seattle, you got to go see the freaking Pop Culture Museum for sure because they got, like, the Jimmy Hendrix. They have, like, the... Big SSL, I think it is like the he was recording with the big, uh, the big uh, mixer and stuff there, and they had like the Woodstock guitar there, the Strat he used. They have there. it there. Yeah, and they also nice. have like uh, guitars from like Chris Cornell and like all the Foo Fighters stuff, the drum cool. set from Foo Fighters, uh, a bunch of Nirvana stuff there. They have like Smash guitar from Burl Jam. Like they have like a horror, like a bunch of like horror stuff from a bunch of movies and stuff. There's lots of stuff from Seattle there. Nice. They got like a huge guitar like monument that you'd have to see to like explain as like probably like 400 guitars like put together into this giant like like two floor tall wow. sculpture like it's pretty cool there's like that and there's like a glass place next to it there with this like cool like glass artist there was like looks almost like dr seuss in glass yeah wow and, like kind of like neon kind of like glass looking all hand blown stuff from this artist well thank you for sharing that story good yeah. sir that's i appreciate my that life. yeah that's that's <laughs> wing walking that's a that's a topic and a half and now i know all about it (laughs) thank you for saving to tell me about it on the podcast i actually appreciate that that's awesome yeah it's definitely a interesting experience no doubt no doubt definitely feel um, like i conquered a mountain with that because like as a kid who couldn't even go on a roller coaster and doing that i'm like right well now what what am i supposed to be scared of i'm like oh yes knives people with knives and guns yeah those are that's kind of scary that's that's what scares me now yeah that and losing people you care about other than that nothing really scares me anymore you can't be there done but like someone with a knife that's threatening you it's always scary yeah that's kind of freaky not that i would know (laughs) (laughs) you've been in enough fights that like i don't need to remind the audience that you know I may or may not have had to done some editing on the last photo shoot we did. <laughs> yeah, the live show. Yeah, freaking black eye there. Yeah. Yeah, like, what happened? You know what? Just tell me after. I don't even need to know right now. Yeah, that only involved some guy in a truck chasing me who was really mad and then fighting oh, me after. There you go. Yeah, Fun. It was only at three in the morning. Which is wild because this is my next one I want to jump into. You, you did this awesome thing, ma'am. I am so happy about it. Um, you posted yourself out there as the mystery musician of the North and that you're, you're willing to help anyone that can't get lessons to do it for free. Yeah. yeah. Um, how's that been coming along for you? It's kind of interesting. So I have like one lined up for next week there. She kind of keeps on delaying it there, but like lots of people are like, we try and get out of this. I'm like, well, I'm just trying to help the community for once instead of being yeah. a piece of shit. And like lots of people are like, they'll like go for it. And then they'll like, just like bail last minute, which kind of works out. Cause then they, they feel good. Cause I tried to help, but yeah, like, yeah. I didn't have to, but it's like, yeah. I still kind of wish that you would have fallen through. So I could have at least done something for someone, but like, that's but offer's still out there. If anyone messaged me through my page or Instagram there, I'll give you a free like zoom lesson there or whatever. Like, Great guitar, guitar player. Stuff. Oh my goodness. Some vocals, some bass. So what, why, what got you hooked on that idea? You, you wanted to give back to the community a little bit. Uh, it's one of those things like, I feel like it's just everyone should kind of do something there. Like you just, you should do something to like be less selfish, I guess. But it's also another thing too, as a musician, you should be going out there and helping the community and working with the community. Like how are you supposed to go play a show and expect people to come if you're not going out there and like put yourself out in the community? You know what I mean? Totally. So it's like, you kind of realize that like, you got to be a part of the community for them to respect you. Yes. And And for it to grow. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't just, put on shows and expect people to come pay for it like you got to make sure that they understand that you respect them and that you want to be there for them and inspire them and that you're not just doing it for the money you actually want to be a part of the community and like build the community and support the community in a way you know what i mean it's like when people come to your show it's supposed to be an escape from reality and stuff and when you're out there helping them in the community it's like hey i'm i'm here helping you it's like if you ever want to come out there's a place you can come and feel safe and like rock out if not whatever i'm just here to help you anyways you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's like 
about being looking at the bigger picture and realizing that there's not just you out there. Yes. It's like everyone gets so lost in their own goals and their own self that they forget that you're a part of this bigger picture that you guys all got to work together. So hell yeah, some That's of that dope, dude. cheesy ass shit. No, yeah, I, I love kind that of the stuff, thought dude. process behind it. There. Oh my but, goodness, yeah, well yeah. said, well put, dude. I I really appreciate that about yeah, you. I'm an asshole sometimes. But I try to do good to make up for it. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of yin and yang. You got to be a little bit, a little yeah. good, a little evil, you know. Yeah, it's all Coming in the name. Mr. A pure evil. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. I love that, dude. That's awesome. Um. So I'm assuming that that still offer that offer is still on the table. Yeah, yeah. If someone were to message me through my page or whatever, like Instagram, Facebook, or if you go on my website, there's an email you can go through there. I can be a Zoom lesson, or we can figure something out there. Nice, hell yeah. Now I'm gonna dive a little bit into your music. Um, future releases, you got something on the go? Yeah. So currently, I'm working on the. I gotta get the Enlightened Journey album out on streaming. I only had the physical copy released there, mm. but I want to get the Wanted album out started here too. So I'm gonna get the Enlightened Journey out for streaming there. We're slowly working on releasing the Wanted album, which is kind of like more classic rock kind of vibe, while still having that kind of like progressive kind of like EDM-y kind of vibe in it there, while still being nice. a three-piece live band. Just got like kind of like it's almost like the song I have like the times you had where it's like very like. I don't even know how to describe it. You'd have to like hear it to like understand. It was like classic rock. EDM, progressive rock kind of vibes, but live guitar, live drums, nice. live bass, live vocals. Nice. Love so that, that kind of thing there. And then I'm slowly working on the next project, which would be the Dreamscape album, which is more like, it's got like very, very structured, very like next level kind of stuff I've been working on. Like one of the songs is working on like 220 beats per minute, seven string, all eighth notes. Whoa. Where it's like, it's, Hell I've been yeah. working on that for the last month to try to get it up to the level of playability and even now i'm only like 90 percent. like it's not ready to record mm. once i got it it's gonna be good but trying to sing over top of that's gonna be deranged yeah so that's where it starts to get to like kind of like close to the animals leaders there yeah like crazy technology technical riffs there that's cool yeah that's cool so it's like it's like that and more dreamy kind of us i guess like the more faster song i got more of the kind of like my castle in the sky is gonna be on that album there it's gonna be very like dreamy floaty kind of like it's called dreamscapes is you kind of like going through a dream but like the solo in castle of the sky is like a four minute song but it's got a five minute solo after there right so it's like the technicality of it's kind of like more evolved i guess more like matured i guess or my oldest stuff was more like i don't know it's just different in a way while still staying true to the older stuff like being more like understandable while still having the technicality and more it's one of those things you kind of have to hear it to understand totally it. yeah no, that's fair that's fair it's like different than my stuff but still relating back to the students their original album there and i mean for those who are just listening to f- for the first time for this maybe episode in particular um you play like a psych rock right psychedelic rock yes yeah, it's, it's kind of all over the place it's like dreamy trance inducing kind of like i say it's like if you're taking like Jimi hendrix and like tool and like Iron Maiden, System of Down. Uh, some people compare me to like, the Foo Fighters, like that almost EDM kind of vibe to it, with like the trance kind of like wubs mm-hmm. to it there. Like all that kind of combined while being like a three-piece band. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely something that I feel as soon as you've seen it live, you you just appreciate it that much more. Like yeah, you definitely get blown away. And uh, the equipment you keep getting, man, your your kit. I was like. <laughs> Your drum kit is amazing. That's my like, first I'm, drum kit. Yeah, no, that's sick. That's a great first drum kit. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait till I get the LEDs in it. Yeah, well, that's yeah. trust. Yeah, it's gonna be I'll cool. be around. Be like light show that you just have to hit it to set off. <laughs> Don't have yeah. to time it or anything. Yeah, no, that'll be sick. Yeah. I am definitely looking forward to that. That's. Uh, yeah, I'm slowly starting to upgrade my stage show, but like, for what I want, it's probably like forty thousand dollars down the road. So I'm yeah, just slowly chipping so, away at that there. So much. It's so much. Just want to get like a cool LED floor that you can, like like plexiglass like infinity mirrors but like that's like 10 20 grand just get the floor yeah but it's like it'll look really cool is your next step the the backing tracks and click track or are you looking more into the theatrics it's hard to say because like i don't really need the click track until i get like a bunch of different lighting that have program but it's yeah. also one of those things too i kind of want to experiment with having like the lights triggered by like the drum set being yes. like have each have like a piezo trigger in the drum set maybe and just have that set off stuff on the stage yeah. throw a microphone that's set up to a certain channel it'll set off a certain light or something like that for the guitar and bass and then like maybe have something going through the 
right. vocal mix there and then have like in-ears so I can actually hear what the heck I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. the sound guy can't turn the monitor up high enough because the yeah. drum is too loud in the smaller room there. I was just gonna say, I don't know. Are you are you wearing anything when you're doing it too, or no? I go raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. That's like, why I need to get the in ears so I can protect my hearing yeah. phones. Yeah. And like, and I find like singing with the headphones and kind of messes me with me sometimes. You just throw one out. <laughs> I think. I th- well, I, I do that when I when I do backups. But <laughs> just switch it halfway through the but then you can blow he- one ear halfway. Be- but then you can have the click at least going for one ear, and then yeah, you can yeah. hear yourself, and you're not so tone. Okay, Justin uh, Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, it sounds funny, but it works, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, it sounds totally sane. <laughs> what, I'm trying to think of a Justin Timberlake song. <laughs> What's a Justin Timberlake song? I'm bringing sexy back. He's just got one headphone in. Yeah, dude, he's, he's killing it. <laughs> just like the DJ who's pretending he's doing stuff. <laughs> I, I would legit I'd be the best DJ ever Everyone would think I'm amazing Because they're all just Fucked on Molly and shit And acid But really I just had Like some like full on Freaking like one hour set list Just playing through there I was just like Freaking pushing buttons Because it's uh, ADHD <laughs> like, I wonder what you're doing Stuff pretending to dance and Yeah Just gotta get a funny Animal head there And all of a sudden You're a legend Yeah, yeah. Hey, Don't get me wrong EDM they, they do cool edits But live They don't do anything <laughs> It's definitely there's a definitely a different perspective for when it goes in from the uh, production, yeah and, yeah, and into the live. They put a lot more into the mix, but when they go live, it's kind of just press and play. But it is always funny yeah. when you're on like an EDM show and like the guy fucks up the the mix between the two songs, and you just watch the whole crowd leap from that stage to the next stage there because like it just like takes them out of their trance and they're all high like fuck this shit uh, and they just like yeah. walk away and it goes from like. 4,000 people in front of like no one they're all on the other side of the stage but some of them I will I'll, I'll give them two things right now they'll one is the energy a lot of them will like vibe with the crowd and then two uh, higher dancers or performers fire acts you or, just like the strippers <laughs> you just want the go-go dancers you know what hey <laughs> I would be lied if I said I sounds did. like you went to a rave and you were high on Molly and you were looking at Whoa. the dancers tits and looking at all the fans like look he's spinning his hand it's got an LED on his hands. I have one. I have never done that. I've well, never done that. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured. <laughs> I've been to many raves in my years. It's not Cheers. really my style of music, but it's a good time. Yeah, it is a good time. You know what? I like raves. The one place where you can go hug a stranger for no reason and they will hug you back. You know that chapters and they wonder who the fuck you are. <laughs> say I'm, I'm assuming you have experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. You I'm the reason experience. they changed it from chapters to indigo. <laughs> Bro, you're too much sometimes. You're too much. I come in, they tell me to go. That is so fucking funny. Oh my I god. I can't even read. Yeah. I was there for the milfs. Oh man. Fuck. Yeah, it's my you're life. You're killing it, dude. You're killing it. Do you um? We're getting pretty close here on time, but do you have any That's plans? That's what she said. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. don't worry, I can come in three seconds if you want. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> I was trying really hard for you, babe. Yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> heard three here. seconds. Yeah, I, can I, hope last, you... I can last three minutes, I can last three hours, or three seconds. Depends <laughs> how much time we have. As long as I finish, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude. <laughs> I say this stupid thing at work all the time. It's like, as long as I get off, but I'm just like, I, look, it's just something stupid to say, okay? But it's funny. <laughs> it's such an ignorant thing to say, though. Fair, fair. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, so um, what am I getting to here? I'm getting distracted by this stupid stuff. <laughs> this, uh, like I'm distracting somehow. <laughs> I'm not very distracting. I'm just, just what's that over there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> paper bag, paper bag. <laughs> uh, future plans for shows like touring. You have anything for tours coming up? One of those things like tours are kind of hard to plan because you gotta like make sure you go to the right place at the right time with the right marketing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like kind of in the middle zone right now. I'm gonna be working on a fire music video coming next for playing with fire there. Right. Well, that's the song Literally. that you had the video there from uh, the last show there. Yeah, and once I release the song, I'll probably release that live video there. It's like I kind of wanted to throw it out there. I'm like, now nah, wait until the song comes out there, so that when people watch it, they'll watch the video or whatever. Right. The video is gonna be a lot more intense though, because there's gonna be some fire breathers, and it's gonna mm-hmm. be pretty freaking gnarly. Yeah. I'm literally playing with fire. Yeah, you so guys kind of want to figure that out there, and then I'm gonna market it very well, and then I'm gonna see where it picks up the most, and that's where I'm gonna aim to play. Right. Because yeah. you got. It sounds like you got some cool people you're gonna be working with here. Yeah. So yeah. I got. 
basically there's two fire breathers I'm talking to, and then there's a few girls that'll be dancing for the video nice. if it works out properly there. Nice. And then I'll be playing with fire. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell just hope yeah. I don't burn myself. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. I was asking my buddy who's a firefighter. I was like, hey, you want to come and uh, supervise the music video, yeah. video there? He's like, what are you burning? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> come find out. Depend on the wind. Come find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah find exactly. Out, yeah. Could be me. Could be someone else. Could be a field full of grass. I don't know. That We're so gonna, that's why we need you to make sure we don't do anything stupid because, you know. It's me. <laughs> it, it could happen. It could happen. At least happen. I'm responsible. I talk to a firefighter first. You he doesn't so trust me. He thinks I'm insane. He's kind of <laughs> concerned. I'm like, don't worry. We won't tell the fire department your name. If shit goes out of control, it was me. Yo, yo, let's go. <laughs> you go out the back door. You drive away. You run over there. I don't even have to. <laughs> I'm no rat. <laughs> he said it. If I did it, I'll take the responsibility. <laughs> We're going to be careful. Try it at least. Who knows? <laughs> Shit happens. Uh, Mystery Musician of the North. Thank you so much for hopping on. I do appreciate it. You're always a vibe to hang out with. And that is what she said. Uh, <laughs> She's exactly the last girl I saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Okay, before we get into that, that'll be after this podcast. Please drop some of your socials if you can remember them. So the yeah, if you just look up on Facebook, Dustin Lee Matter, and type into Google the Mystery Musician of the North. If you forget that, just look up the mysterymusician.ca. Mysterymusician.ca. All your, of it works. That's your website? I own, I own the website for DustinLeeMatter.com. I own, I think, DustinLeeMatter.ca, Mysterymusician.ca, MysterymusicianOfTheNorth.com, and MysterymusicianOfTheNorth.ca. Okay. So I will see you how many Google of those. Just Google Mystery and the Musician on Google of the North. You'll yeah. find me. Yeah, yeah. It should I, be like the top one. If you find another mystery musician in the north, let me know. I'm gonna sue him. I don't care if you're a mystery musician, but if you're the one of the north, that's me, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm find you. I'm gonna either sue you. Or I'm gonna show you. Jesus. I'll show you something. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna like it. <laughs> you're either gonna be thoroughly impressed or something I cannot, despri- I cannot describe <laughs> on the record. <laughs> let's, just, well, let's just say it might be a piece of paper or something bigger. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, hey, Dustin Lee Matten, Mattern. Oh my Dustin God. Lee Matten, the mystery musician of the night. Sorry, I'm not as drunk as him. Well, maybe, but I actually had my liquor. It is the drugs that help. But don't do drugs, kids. Those are illegal. And I respect the law. Signing out. Signing out. <laughs> Perfect way to end it.